welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. This is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, we're going to talk about content. We're going to talk about content that has a very specific purpose. It's designed to convert prospects and random strangers into customers, people who will buy your product. And to have this conversation, I've invited Lewis Dalton to join me. Lewis is an eight-figure copywriter copywriting coach and the co-founder of email and sales funnel agency, Pine, and a proud Yorkshireman too. Lewis, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. The proud Yorkshireman is definitely the most important part of the whole of the whole introduction. <laughs> you know what? I'm from the US, so I don't really get it, but if it's important to you, I'm totally good with it. <laughs> and I'm glad that you would be willing to join me for this conversation. So let's dive in. Everybody's writing copy. They're out there, they're writing words all the time. And most of the time, it doesn't go anywhere. What do you see as some of the mistakes that people make when they're trying to write copy that should convert? I think this is one of the struggles at the minute. There's so people appreciate that copywriting is it's one of these freedom kind of careers where you can do it from anywhere. And so there's a massive flood of people that kind of come into it, which is fantastic because there's a lot of money to be made. But that can become an issue for clients because they don't always know what they're getting themselves into. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people who, who mean well, but uh, they don't necessarily have the skills. And so they can produce words that sound beautiful, that are probably more at home in some sort of poetry rendition or something like that. But ultimately, we're not here to do that. We're here to sell. And so, I mean, there's, there are many, many things. I mean, I think how we connected in terms of LinkedIn with we were, I was speaking around why insurance was difficult to sell. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it should, that's something that's not very often spoken about in terms of why it is and how you can use that to your advantage. So, for example, insurance is hard hard to sell because it, the benefit is long-term. Most people think in short-term benefits. We live day-to-day, you know, we're in a very consumer-based world now and everybody wants things immediately. And so mm-hmm. trying to sell something that's probably not going to come to fruition for years and years is really, really difficult to, to sell, which is why in the fitness industry, people sell, you know, burn fat in four weeks. They're not selling burn fat in six months because nobody wants that. But you can use that to your advantage. Now, I work a lot with in the coaching space, so with mindset coaches, business coaches, life coaches, and when they're selling their high-ticket programs, there's one thing that I see a lot of them doing wrong and a lot of their copywriters doing wrong, and that's focusing purely on kind of the mid- to long-term benefits. They focus on what's going to happen after the program. And that's great. You know, That's what, why you're taking the program ultimately, because you want, to, you want the result at the end of it. But... Those short-term benefits are so important for selling. So, for example, what's a short? Like if we're selling a marketing program, what's a short-term benefit? A short-term benefit comes in confidence. There's a lot of people who take marketing programs, and you know, they're not very confident people. If you can, if you can promise them, and you can, you know, tell them that they're going to get that that confidence to feel like they understand the exact step-by-step process they need to take to do X, Y, and Z. And they will understand, they might not be able to achieve the goal in the first week, but they'll understand the steps. That's not going to sell the product on itself, but it's, it's one of, it's one of the building blocks of copy. The same with, you know, you they could understand what their funnel could look like, you know, after that first week or after those first week, two weeks, they'll understand exactly what their funnel is going to look like so that they can start to create new offers, start to segment, start to develop email sequences, etc. As you're talking about this and you're sort of breaking it up between the long term and the short term, 
the real trick for anybody who's selling a product that really is a long-term gain is, is those interim milestones, the things that keep the customers engaged. So how do you talk about that short term in your copy so that people know there's a little bit now and a lot later? I think it's just a balance. I think a lot of it comes into when you, you know, in the lead and you're speaking about people's problems and things like that. It comes down to the same thing. People don't just have this, this problem of, you know, I'm terrified that I'm not going to have enough money to pay the bills. That's kind of a long-term problem. They're, they're not, you know, there's there's a lot more problems that are immediate than just what's going to happen in a month. There are problems of what's going to happen in a few days. So if you can, I always try to lead with the short-term benefits or the short-term problems. And I always try and kind of end up at the long-term because the short-term excites people because it feels instant. It feels like it's super attainable now. Um, and so I always try to lead with it. This is especially important in things like sales pages and emails, etc. It's maybe a little bit more difficult to do with just like normal website copy or e-com copy, for example. But it can be done everywhere. And, it, and it, it's not just with copy. Like this moves into funnels as well. When you're creating a funnel, you don't try and go long straight away. You're not trying to sell them the high ticket offer straight away. Sell them the short ticket offer. And that's where lead magnets come in. And then they go down the funnel. They end up at the long term. I was uh, working with someone. We were teaching a class on how to build landing pages. And we found some great examples and some horrible examples. And one of the worst that I saw was sign up for this 16-week course. And at the end of it, you'll know everything that you need. Well, nobody hangs in for a 16-week online course. And when we changed it and we said, sign up for one session, and then the people who attended the one session, then we invited them to sign up for four more. And then when they, the few that stayed with us through that, then we invited them to the, the last 10 weeks. At one point, my client was frustrated and they're like, well, but we're not getting all the people that we could. And I'm like, you know what? Those other people aren't interested. And so using those long-term and short-term benefits also helps you, I think, qualify who your prospects are. Totally. And I think that's a big part of it. You know, having, it's all well and good trying to get every client, but not, and you might be able to twist somebody's arm, but that's not what we should be doing. We shouldn't be twisting people's arms. A, it's unethical, but B, it's an absolute sake to try and work with them. It is so difficult to try and work with them. So I totally agree with you. Like being able to kind of qualify these people by talking about these um, is great. And on that same point, once you've kind of sorted out your timeframes, once you've sorted out these long-term and short-term benefits and how you can talk about long-term and short-term problems, you can then move on to the emotional and the logical. Every problem and every, every benefit has an emotional side to it, but also a logical side to it. And we all know that we buy from emotions, but we often back up that decision to buy with logic. And there's, you know, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of people in the copywriting space that push the emotion purely. It's all about emotion. It's all about emotion. And I totally get it. But without that proof, if you're selling something high ticket, it's very hard to push someone over the line. I think like the amount of copy you see out there, which they there's lots of claims, there's lots of emotional claims that kind of make people sound, get excited and stuff, but there's no backup. There's no proof. There's no reason to why that is. And ultimately, if you do that, you just you sound like a basic market salesperson, you know, some a market trader who stands on the stands on the market shouting out that their fish is better than somebody else's fish, 
They just shout making claims, but there's no way to prove it. And so if you can start to link in these emotional benefits, for example, confidence or comparison or, or you know, being able to make um, not have to look at the Joneses and them, them, you know, look down the nose at you or something like that. If you can start to mix those emotional with the logical in terms of money or time or go, you know, being able to finally take that holiday to the Maldives that you've been promising your wife for the last two years, but not been able to do. If you can start to pin those two together, you start to have, you start to talk to them in a way that no one else talks to them. And if you can get specific with that, and this is going another step, if you can get specific with that emotional or logical benefit, well, the, you, you can't, it's very difficult to lose. You know, the person who speaks to their customer um, and shows that they understand them better than the other people, they generally win the sale. It's like with the golf market, with golfers, the 60-year-old golfer, what do they specifically want? They want to be able to go out there. You know, they might be on the board or something or just retired. They might want to go out there, you know, with the work lot and beat the 25-year-old without having to practice hours and hours a day. They want to know that they can hit it further than the 25-year-old and being able to get specific based on the emotional and logical makes a massive difference. Absolutely. And, you know, it was funny as you were talking about that because I came out of the engineering industry and in that industry, I think they tip the scales too much the other way. They are so fact-based and they're so caught up in the information that they forget the emotion. And so I think you have to kind of balance them both and be able to speak to the emotion and and the logic. 100%. I think it's a very, very interesting thing, the mixing them, because there are you know, we, we say that all people speak to people like people, but the other side of that is like different different kind of buyers are different. I find that engineers do read different from for coaches for or, or creatives. And so where you can find the balance is perfect. But I, I, do, I do believe that, you know, a CEO at the end of the day still drinks a glass of wine when they go home. They still argue with their partner. They still go to the toilet. They're still a human. You don't need to speak to them like a robot. At the same time, if they're very finance driven, they probably are a bit more logical, so then we can use that. Absolutely. Well, Lewis, this is awesome. Thank you so much for coming by and talking about copywriting with me. No problem. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you. I did too. And we're going to have a link to the Pine Co. And also, you have on your website this wonderful email template that you use to write story emails when you're selling something. And we'll have a link to the storytelling framework as well. Thank you. Thank you. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, if you'd like to find other resources for your business, be sure to drop by digitaltoolbox.club. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.